Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. For all of you guys that wanted to hang on to your reality, um, give it up right now. You're going to have a really hard time hanging on to your reality for the next ever after this conversation. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. Seriously, though. Let's talk about this need for reactive realities because honestly, this is probably one of the most game-changing conversations that has come out of access consciousness for me so far. Um, And it's paired together with this other conversation about presumptive realities. And I wanted to give you some education on this stuff because it's going to be everywhere in access consciousness over the next 20,000 years. And also, it is changing things that I haven't been able to change um, for the last two years in about a day. So, what are we talking about here? Why is this such a big deal? And where can you get more? Great questions. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> All right. So, so, how much of your life is from choice? And how much of your life do you create from reactive realities? The need for reactive realities. Four days ago, I had a friend over for a bars exchange, and she had listened to a conversation on presumptive realities. And what a presumptive reality is, is something that gets decided before the fact that you don't think you can change. A presumptive reality is something that is, it's basically a point of view that's just a fact in your world. Um, a lot of us have, and, and for the most part, these presumptive realities are incredibly and super unconscious, and so they just run our lives, and we base everything off of them. So, for example, if you have a presumptive, like, basically they're beliefs, they're just beliefs that you have that are just true from your point of view, so you never question them. In fact, they don't really come up because they're so fundamental to the way that you live that you don't, you don't question them. You guys are amazing. Thank you. <laughs> help with this conversation. Okay, so how many presumptive realities do you have running your life? Do you see why I'm wearing these glasses? I mean, one of my presumptive realities was like, you know, when I was looking at changing this thing around reaction that I've only been talking about for two years, I actually did not believe that I could change it. So the presumptive reality holding, you know, this um, this behavior and this pattern in place was, I can't change this. This is never going to change. So then we could use the clearing statement on that. You can go, well, everything that is, times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, podpock, online, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. Uh, that's clearingstatement.com, clearingwithcrystal.com if you need more information on that. So the presumptive reality is whole shit in place, big time. And... You know, you could say, well, isn't that the same as like a conclusion or a decision? Well, yeah, but these are the ones that like, it's almost like for a long time in access consciousness, we've been talking about interesting point of view. I have this point of view, which is one of the tools that you can use when you, for anything, any feeling, every thought, every point of view. Well, a presumptive reality is one of those that you wouldn't even use the tool on because it's just a part of the bedrock of what's true. So I had a presumptive reality for a long time um, that I only found like four four or five months ago that I'm not worth anything. I'm just not worth anything. So again, when you have these point of view, your points of view create your reality. When you have a point of view like I'm not worth anything, you have to find the proof of it. Every point of view you have, you have to find the proof of. 
So that's what was happening. That's what was showing up is I kept every single thing that somebody else would choose would be proof that I'm not worth anything. And I, before, and, and I found it before these conversations came out and realized how much I was creating the proof of it from a totally different tool and access. But that's what a presumptive reality is. It's just a fact. So, so that's piece number one to this like puzzle that is starting to unlock everything. Okay. Piece number two that doesn't necessarily go hand in hand, although you can create the need for a reactive reality from a presumptive reality, but piece number two is the need for reactive realities. Now, for me, I think this has been the most game-changing thing. And I want you to know that, first of all, everything that's not choice is a reactive reality. Everything. Everything that's not choice is a reactive reality. Now. What holds a reactive reality in place is the need for it. I'm going to see if I can give you some examples. Okay, here's the first example I want to give you for this. I was chatting with one of my staff members today. She's amazing. She's such a gift. And she was dealing with something. So I just gently said, hey, do you want me to, can I contribute anything to you? Do you want me to ask you some questions? I am a facilitator. And she said yes. And we started looking at this. And what was coming up in her world that she was noticing was destroying her relationship was this energy of guilt. We've all got different things. I'll give you an example from my life in a minute. So for her, it was guilt. And she said, you know, I, this, I've had this energy. I've been, I felt guilty since I can remember. And it's constantly coming up. Uh, it's just an energy that has always been there. So there, there right there is an example of a presumptive reality. Like this is never going to change. This is something that I've had with me forever. Presumption. Okay. But guilt is also the need of a reactive reality. Guilt is a reactive reality. You, you can't actually feel guilty unless you are reacting to something. And all of you guys can look at this for yourselves. Don't trust me. Don't believe me. Look at this for yourselves. All of the distractor implants, and so there's 24 of those, right? All of them, anger, rage, fury, hate, blame, shame, regret, and guilt, addictive, compulsive, obsessive, perverted points of view, love, sex, jealousy, peace, fear, doubt, business and relationship, life, living, death, and reality are all what are called distractor implants, which by the way, might be leaving soon because if you have no need of reaction, you eliminate all the distractor implants. But if you look at like being in a distractor implant, so I feel guilty, I'm pissed, um, I hate that person, I'm so fucking jealous, um, I love you, uh, sex is a distractor implant on and on. Those are all the need of a re the reactive reality. So why, why the fuck is this so important? So, okay, first, sorry, so many things. I'm, this is so disorganized. So with her, so we started looking at this guilt energy. The first thing was like, she believed that it was never going to change. It had been with her forever. It was never going to change. So we cleared out the presumptive realities. Then it's looking at, is guilt one of your dominant reactive realities? Like, do you actually need guilt? The thing about a reactive reality is that it proves something. So for her, it was guilt was the proof that she was a good girl. If she didn't go into guilt, then she couldn't prove she was a good girl. And this is why they're so insidious, because they prove a thing that you think you need to prove that you don't actually have to prove, that if you gave up trying to prove would give you total choice but because you think you need to prove them, you're completely tied in. And that's the need. The need comes from, I have to prove. 
I have to prove. So we cleared out the need for reactive realities and gave her some space. So I've got three clearing calls coming up next week on mom, family, and significant other. So crystaljoycrawford.com slash clarity. Okay, so for me, so three days ago, I started really getting into this conversation and really started looking at this. I'm like, what is, because I've been trying to change reaction for the last two years, you guys. And you know what, you know that question, what's right about me I'm not getting? I kind of... I got in a whole different way in these last three days what's right about me I'm not getting with the last two years because I honestly, once the need for reactive realities came out, once those words came out, they articulated the thing that I've been doing that I couldn't change in such a way that I was able to start using it immediately. And let me tell you how I did it. As you guys have probably heard me talk about, my relationship has been a a stimulant of a lot of trauma and drama for me, and probably for him too. Basically what's occurred is our reactive realities have gotten together and just bashed each other, okay? Now there's a lot about us that's a total gift, but there is this other thing that we do that has been really reactive on both sides. So the last three days I got this conversation, I started really looking at this and just the need for reactive realities. Well, what happens when you start to clear these, because at the beginning of learning about this stuff, a lot of this stuff feels like it's going over your head or you can't hear it or it's just frying, right? That's fine. Because it's addressing an energy that you're choosing that is not cognitive. Need is not cognitive. It's something that we invent, we buy as real, but it's not cognitive, it's energetic. So when you need someone to react to you in a certain way and they don't and then you're pissed... That seems justified because of the presumptions that you have about what should be. Anyone seeing the rabbit hole here? <laughs> so, so it's so so our need for reaction reactive reality is so intertwined with what we've decided reality should be that it isn't that we keep trying to make it into. Okay, so fine. So three days ago, I get access to this conversation. I start really looking at this. So what happens for me is I start being able to see, feel, perceive when I go into need. Now, this, (laughs) what I'd been doing up to this point with reaction was getting pissed at, so doing it, then getting pissed at myself then trying to have a conversation in the relationship to try to change it, which of course doesn't really change it, and then realizing I can't really change it, this isn't really a problem. It was very, very fucking energy and time consuming because this is what happens with reaction is like you think there's a problem there because you're right, right? So you're reacting about something, so there must be a problem there, so you have to go solve it, so you have to resolve it, and of course there isn't because relationship is a distractor implant, so you can't solve it, but you're going to keep trying because you don't want to live like this anymore, and of course the reaction is is an indicator that something is wrong. That is not correct. There is nothing wrong. You do not have a problem. You just have a need for a reactive reality. And so I've been walking around the house the last two days, waking up and every single time, and it's so crazy because like Andres and I can create magic and we can create destruction. And that's probably true of any two people. And we are both like alpha, powerful, like visionaries for the future, right? Living in the same house, attempting to create a different future, right? And I say attempting because 
it's just been rocky. Fuck. What, what else is possible, right? So. Wake up. Feel an energy. Want to react. Normal. My need for reaction is there. Notice it. Ask. Is this a need for reactive reality? Yes or no? It always is. I get yes. I pock and pot it. I have literally been doing that for the last 48 hours. And the amount of fucking freedom I'm getting is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I am actually getting access to the choice for happiness in a way that I have never gotten before. So don't do it. So. <laughs> okay. So if you guys are struggling with something and you want to put it in the, in the comments so I can include it in this conversation, please do. Cause I might be running out of things right now. But so while you're looking at that, what I want to invite you to look at with me is, oh my God, so many things. How much of your day do you spend in reaction to something? How much of your day do you spend looking for the appropriate reaction from someone else? And if they don't deliver it, going into reaction. How much do you look for a reaction of some sort in regards to creating money? Like, how do I even talk about money here? Okay, so let's talk about business actually side. Let's talk about money sideways. So how many of you guys have a business? And you go looking for the feeling of inspiration in order to have the reason and the justification to create. Yes or no? Me too. And there have been so many times in the business where I go looking for, I go looking for an energy, okay? And this is what we do. This, all of us do this in different ways. We go looking for an energy that tells us it's time, that tells us it's right, that tells us this is the thing, that gives us the information we think we're missing that's like, oh yeah, this thing. And then we go into conclusion about what that thing is supposed to create. And we have the presumption that since we found the energy, that of course it's going to work out the way we've decided it will work out, and then it doesn't. And so we go into another reaction of judging ourselves in order to make ourselves wrong so that the next time we go looking for that energy that we can be right. And it's this constant cycle that has nothing to do with choice. Literally, if you had no need of reaction to anything. There would be no need for any, almost any of the access consciousness tools as they exist now. If you look at the use of who does this belong to? So who does this belong to is an incredible gift from access consciousness that has you look at, okay, so you've got all these thoughts and all these feelings and all these thinkings and feelings and points of view running through your head. Are they yours? It is the beginning of inviting us to start to look at that we are aware. And it's a huge gift. I have gotten massive change from that. But even who does it belong to doesn't really address the bottom line thing that's going on, which is that if we had no need to react to all the things we were aware of, if you had no need to react to all the thoughts in your head, no need to react to all the emotions running through your world, if you had no need to react to feelings, if you picked up on feelings and you didn't have to react to it, what would your life be like? 
If you had thoughts running through your head, and not only were they not yours, but you didn't need to do anything with them, and you had no need to react, what would your life be like? If you looked at your bank accounts and there was no charge there and you had no need to react but you could just choose to have money, what would your life be like? If you didn't need to react to your spouse, to your mom, to your family, or to anybody else in your life, and they could just be themselves and you could be yourself, what would your life be like? Who would you be? What would you be? How would you be? Why would you be? When would you be? What would you be? Exactly. This. <laughs> you would just choose. Literally, if you had no reaction, you would just choose. And it would be fun. You'd actually enjoy being alive. Because also, nothing that anybody else did would mean anything to you. It would just be what they're choosing, because they're choosing it. So in reality, the clearing of this need and the willingness to let go of it and choose beyond it creates a totally different reality. How many of you guys have been asking for a totally different reality? Raise your energetic hand. We, the change is here. The change is here. I'm so excited. Okay, let me see if I can address some of this stuff here. Um, Aurora said a bazillion ideas, a massive to-do list. So I play Sudoku or watch videos way more than creates the life I desire. Okay. So for those of you guys that have a bazillion ideas and a big to-do list, and then you procrastinate from your point of view, is that choice for procrastination, your react, your need for a reactive reality to your to-do list. Don't clear that. Chris said, is it like control? It is total control. The need for a reactive reality is the, is the need to control everything and everyone, especially you. If you had um, a whole bazillion, I'm sorry, I'm sweating so bad right now. My body is doing some crazy stuff right at the moment. If you had, if you had a, a bunch of crazy ideas and you wanted to change the world, I'm sure. Does anybody here want to change the world? Like, or is anybody here like dissatisfied with how little consciousness we're all functioning from? Okay, so if you had a bazillion ideas, you want to change the world, and you didn't need to react to those ideas, you could just choose to institute them, you would. But instead what we're doing is we're functioning from the need to react, and we react by shutting down, we react by withdrawing, we react by pro procrastinating, we react by not getting pre we basically take ourselves out of being present. So if, if the need for reaction was eliminated, and you just had choice, what would you choose? And this is where I get that we don't even know yet. We don't know, we don't know. We don't know, we have to go find out, which is why I'm gonna start doing calls on this because I'm, I'm, I can't tell you how much I'm playing with this right now because I'm like, I get this is the freedom I've been asking for. So whoever wants to come on this ride with me is invited because I'm like, I'm having the change. <laughs> like happiness, freedom, choice, like not needing to be at the effect of anybody else's reality. Wow, 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 yes, more of that. That's where I'm at. This totally relates to mom and family, yes, and your insignificant but significant other. Like if, you're, if your other person in your life was truly insignificant, how much fun could you actually have with that person? Okay, 
this person said, I have always been told that I look like my mom. With these new conversations about presumptive and reactive realities, I'm wondering how I can out-create the looking like my mom. Do you have a clearing I can use? I will go into clearings on the call. You guys, I'm doing a whole clearing call on mom. So crystaldraycrawford.com slash clarity. I will deliver all the clearings. You can go sign up for that call there. Um, but the other thing that I'll say is that I think in Global Foundation, which is getting rewritten this coming weekend, so in real time, March 2023, um, Gary and Dane, I believe, are probably releasing a body process to go along with this. Because the thing is that because we've been functioning from the presumptions and the need for reactive realities for so long, our bodies have contributed to holding that stuff in place. And so we need to we need to unravel it from both sides, so both verbally and physically. So that's coming out. So yeah, jump on the call. Jump in Global Foundation. Um, anger, frustration, resentment, judgment, hot and heavy lately. All reactions. All reactions. So I'm going to do one clearing in this. How much need for reactive reality are you using to eliminate you are you choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. How much need for reactive reality are you using to eliminate you are you choosing? And everything that is times a godzillion will you destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. How much need for reactive reality are you using to eliminate you are you choosing? And everything that is, times a godzillion, will you destroy it and create it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, online, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. Now, here's the thing, guys. When you are, when, wow, where do I start? When a new conversation comes out in Access Consciousness, it comes out because it's, one, ready to change for most everybody. Two, the thing that's going to create the most change for everybody at that time. And three, the thing you can start to play with to see what it changes for you. One of the things I've noticed about this conversation is that for some of us, it's, it's massive and we get it like instantaneously. Like I, as soon as this came out, it was almost like I'd been waiting 4.2 billion years for somebody to put words to what it was I had been dealing with for the last 47 years of my life. I mean, if I look at how I grew up, I grew up in, the, in, a, in a need for reactive reality soup. I was marinated in it. I was baked in it. I was slathered with it. I was, you know, that's all I knew. And I think for a lot of us, that's true. It's all we knew. That's this reality is the need for a reactive reality. We, it's like, we don't even, we literally don't know how to function yet without it. So, 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 okay. So these big conversations come out. So what you can do with these is you can, you can play with them to whatever degree you want. For me, I'm asking for like a total change in my reality. I don't even want, I'm not interested in hanging on to my old one. I, I am ready to be what's possible. You have to look at what you want to get out of this. Maybe you just want to change your patterns or change your procrastination or change your reactions to your kids or change your reactions to your mom or your partner. That's okay too. All of those things, whether you want a completely different reality or you just want to change one thing, can be changed with these tools. So what you start, what you start to do is just go, um, 
Yeah, or the, okay, so Aurora goes anger, frustration, resentment, judgment, hot and heavy, or the feeling I can't get it right. All of those are reactive realities. The thing is that we seem to need them. This is the thing I think that no, that I haven't heard anybody talking about with great emphasis that it just struck me so hard. As I've been paying attention to myself over the last two days and, and just going through our daily motions and having our daily conversations and being exposed to things that I would normally be triggered by. By the way, a trigger is a need for a reactive reality. <laughs> Can you guys see how deep this goes? What the thing that's been sticking out to me, like kangaroo balls, as the trigger happens and I feel that familiar sensation welling up in me, the thing that I've been functioning from for the last two years is that I I need to act on Like I, I can perceive how much I need to act on it, to need this. It's weird. It's weird to even talk about because I never could identify the energy of need before this moment. But I, it's like I need this. And so instead of acting on it, what I've been doing is catching the energy like in its infancy and going, ah, I can perceive you. Are you in need for a reactive reality? It's like, yes. It's almost like a little demon. It's not a demon. Don't get confused. But it's almost like that. It's like, you know, turtle. <laughs> Are you in need for a reactive reality? Yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all nine shirts, boys, poets, and beyonds. <laughs> That's what I've been doing. And so there's been a lot of that because I've been functioning from them nonstop 24-7. And if you include the conversation that we are psychic beyond our wildest dreams and that I basically moved to the land of the need for reactive realities, it makes total sense that I felt so crazy. I was not yet strong in my ability to acknowledge how where I was. And so I, I've allowed that to run my life for the last little bit. But it doesn't matter. So here I am. So that so what I'm saying is that those feelings, those um, the anger, frustration, resentment, irritation, no patience, um, you know, reaction, whatever that is, procrastination, thinking, are the need to have a reactive reality. Because if you don't react, then you don't have a de- defined. There's nothing defined about you anymore. You don't know where you stand because you don't stand anywhere. You're an infinite being with infinite choice and infinite possibilities. There is no more now me in relation to you. You have to do this because I said, and it's this, and this is reality. Literally, this dismantles the entirety of reality. And so Maria said, this is an invitation to a totally new way of being, and it's alien. Yes! And so are you. Alien. Happy. If you aren't living happy and free, you are not being you. Now, I do understand that a lot of people don't want happiness and I'm okay with that. You don't have to be happy, but I'm going to be happy. I am going to be happy and you are invited to join me to whatever degree you'd like to join me. So crystaljoycrawford.com slash clarity. I have three calls next week before Global Foundation. I promise they will change what they change. (laughs) And your questions and what you want to change will contribute to the creation of them. So I am so fucking excited about access to a totally different reality. How does it get better than this? How does it get better? What else is actually possible that we've never considered? And I look forward to changing with you, creating with you this totally different reality that is completely alien and bliss. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.